The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast is a Green Fresh Media production. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lanny, and today's episode is going to be one that is a bit more personal. It could definitely be triggering if you are currently dealing with anything surrounding disordered eating, eating disorders, a poor relationship with your body. So obviously, if any of these things come to mind as triggers for you, I advise you to maybe listen to another episode, but I also think that this could be super helpful. So obviously, proceed with caution. Feel free to exit out whenever you need to. But today's episode is actually inspired by Maddie and Mackenzie Ziegler. Their podcast episode, I was listening to it this morning. It's called Mirror Image. They actually have a podcast. It's called Take 20 with Maddie and Kenzie Ziegler. Um, It's with iHeartRadio, but I absolutely love their podcast. Um, It's super chill, but also kind of deep, and I really like it a lot. Episodes around 20 minutes, which is super great. Nice little bug it. Bug it. Wow. Nugget. Um to listen to, but I highly recommend for you to go check out the episode Mirror Image from Take 20 with Maddie and Kenzie afterwards um, to read the little show notes. It says, no matter how confident we want to be, we all get insecure and notice our physical flaws. Maddie and Kenzie get real and they're getting real and honest about their own self-image and the challenges of social media. So I was listening to that today and I was kind of struggling thinking about What I wanted to record this week, because I did really want to do a solo pod episode, I have some great guests coming up 
that I'm really happy and excited and to share that with you and for you to hear those episodes. I think you're going to have a lot of good takeaways, but I feel like body image is something that hits really close to home. Um, It's definitely something that I've been struggling with a little bit more recently, Um, definitely going into the fall months and it happens. Body image isn't a perfect relationship. It's not perfectly linear. I have ups and downs. Yes, over the years it has become a lot better, and I've gained more self, higher self esteem and self confidence. Um, but it's an ongoing relationship, and it's ever changing. And I feel like as women in society, there's so many pressures on us from like a variety of different standpoints on how we should look, how we should dress, how we should act. Um, If we wear something too conservative, then, oh, like we're prude. If we're wearing something a little more revealing, oh, she's a slut, she's a whore. Um, Like it's the, the language surrounding the way in which we present ourselves within society, both in person um, and physical in that real in the real world and digitally online through social media and the internet is quite crazy. And the critiques that people feel that they have the right to to take on our bodies and the way we present ourselves and the way that we dress and the way that we do our hair or makeup or choose not to um, can really impact ourselves. I know I've been on Instagram since thirteen, um, maybe twelve which is really, really young if you think of it. Like you're so vulnerable when you're super young. But before we get deep into the conversation about body image, we're going to do our three beginning segments that we always do or that I always do. And so let's start off with our weekly intentions. My weekly intention, and I feel like this stems from my current stance with my body image, but it's to have three proper meals a day. I feel like right now I'm snacking a lot. I find myself honestly, I don't want to say that I'm restricting, but because I'm feeling a bit more insecure about my body, it's definitely impacting my eating. Not that I'm not eating, but it's definitely impacting my eating. Um, so my goal is to have three proper meals a day, really balanced meals. I want to have a protein in there, a healthy carb, well, carb, um, healthy fats, vegetables. I want just really balanced meals. Um, instead of just like having really small snacks throughout the day, I feel like lunch, like I've been having breakfast and dinner, but lunch has been like a collation, collection of snacks. And that's totally okay on some days, but it's starting to make me feel a bit bleh. So I really want to strive to have three proper set meals a day. Um, Still be very intuitive with it, but I really would like to have three proper meals a day. And that leads me into the tip of the week, and that is to think of your future self. So I feel like a lot of the times recently I haven't been having three proper meals is because I wait till I'm really hungry to eat and then I kind of just grab the first thing that seems appealing to me opposed to kind of planning out more so or having a general idea of the meals that I want to make throughout the week or within that day and thinking ahead and cooking it before I'm at the break of like not starvation but like you know when hunger hits um So think of your future self. You can apply this in all areas of your life. Amanda Smith told me this ages ago. I think it was like in first or second year to think of your future self. Put yourself first. How do you want to feel like, for example, when you come home, like, do you want to come home to a messy room? No, you would like to have your room super clean, your bed made and everything so that you can get into a nice clean bed and environment before bed, um, for bed. So think of your future self um, in all aspects of your life. 
Current faves. I have been watching the show Made on Netflix. Also watch Squid Game. Obviously, I feel like everyone and their mother is talking about Squid Game, but Made is absolutely amazing. Um, the acting I really like. I mean, I'm usually like easy to impress with acting, but it talks a lot about some really deep things. Um, I'm terrible at describing shows, but I highly recommend that you watch it. However, um, just do know that there is domestic violence in the show. So um, domestic abuse, um, there's some addiction, bipolar disorder, stuff like that. So just be aware of that. But overall, great show. It's on Netflix and it's a limited series. I think there's 10 episodes. That's of to my knowledge. I'm also obsessed. I have gotten this. I literally got it yesterday, but I can't stop staring at it. I want it to be with me all the time. I want it on my desk. I want it everywhere. And it's this at a saw blue, a saw blue, a s o b l u water bottle. It's this clear water bottle. It has a like metal lid, like the top of the lid is metal, and it's kind of like narrow, like the sides are flat, but it's a full size water bottle. Um, she's clear and super aesthetic. I got it on an event. Um, it's the oh, there's no L. It's A S O B U Asobu. It's 700 milliliters. It's their Triton water bottle, I believe. I could be so wrong on this. I'll find it and link it in the show notes for you. But she is a stunning queen. She is beautiful. I love how easy she fits into my tote bag. I love how light she is. I love. Don't get me wrong. I love my hydro flask. I'm really trying not to cheat on my hydro flask, but sometimes the hydro flask is a bit big. It's heavy. It's kind of bulky. Like if I'm on a walk, like I wouldn't really want to take my hydro flask. Like I want to take my Sobu water bottle, my Trident Sobu. I feel like fancy Sobu water bottle with me. And then my third and final favorite are my brown nails. I believe, uh, let me research this. Uno momento. It's the OPI color. It's brown. I'm obsessed with brown nails in almond shape. I believe I'm like 95% sure that it's this color that I chose, but I got shellac by OPI in the color How Great Is Your Dane. It's this super dark chocolate brown. Could almost pass for black in some lighting. Um, their description is pass up this cinnamon coffee. You're barking up the wrong tree. Um, it's a deep creamy brown gel color. And I absolutely love the color. I highly recommend you Google it right now. It's the OPI shellac. How great is your Dane? D-A-N-E. Dane, like the dog. Um, Absolutely love it. Highly, highly recommend. Loving the color. Living for it. Um, It's my first time getting like all solid colored nails in a hot sec. I've been doing fun designs and French and whatnot, but absolutely love it. But now let's, let's get into the deep the deeps, the depths, the depths of the episode. Um, so body image. Um, I thought like, firstly, we should start off with my relationship with my body image. So like I mentioned this previously at the start of the episode, but right now I'm definitely going into, I'm definitely in a bit more of a low in my body image and my relationship with my body and myself. And I feel like it's because I have obviously, your weight obviously fluctuates and I feel like as much as I try to let go of my relationship with the scale and the weight and my size, um, it definitely still impacts me and I feel like 
you can only let go of it so much and it takes a lot of self-work to fully, fully let go of it. But that to needless to say, you will still have low and like good and bad body image days, no matter how good your relationship is with your weight and your body and everything overall. Um, I remember growing up, I had a super great relationship with myself. Obviously, I still had insecurities as any teenage girl or girl would. Um, But I feel like it never really started to bother me until first year of university, my freshman year, when I put on quite a bit of weight for myself and my body really changed. And I feel like no one really talks about this, but there is indeed 100%. Obviously, I'm not a doctor. Do your research. I'm not a doctor. I'm not providing medical um, research over here. But there 100% is like a second sort of puberty that girls go through, that women go through in their 20s and your body changes. Like your woman adult body is different to your high school body. It's different to your 19-year-old body. I feel like once we hit 20, our body kind of changes again and we kind of start to look more like a woman, like an adult female. Um, And that has definitely fucked a bit with my relationship with my body because I can then compare myself to how I used to look and how much I used to weigh and what size clothing I used to wear. And for the longest time, I was so stuck on being a zero or a two. Um, When I was no longer a zero or two, I was pretty much that size, like, for as long as I can remember. And that's totally okay. And it's, and even if you compare sizes between brands, like sometimes I am still zero or two because just what it is in that brand and that style of pant um, or that clothing item. Um, but learning to be comfortable with wearing the clothes that actually fit you, no matter what size is on them, has been something that I've been working on so, so, so much. And I feel like I'm so much more confident and comfortable with admitting to myself that, hey, Alana, like you're not a size two, you're a size four. And that's totally okay. And clothes are meant to fit you. You're not meant to fit into clothes. And if something doesn't fit you anymore, it no longer serves you. You can donate it. You can lend, give it to a friend. You can sell it on Poshmark, on Depop, on Facebook Marketplace, wherever. Um, Highly, highly recommend donating clothes. I donate a ton of my clothes all the time. But I think that has definitely been like a biggest, the biggest area of growth for me is letting go of having to be the smallest size offered, having to be one of the two smallest sizes offered, and just focusing on what clothes actually fit me and being okay with that. Because at the end of the day, no one knows what size you're wearing. Like, do you know what size someone's wearing when you see them in the street? Hell no, you don't. You really don't. And it's just an arbitrary number. It's just a number at the end of the day. Um, And I feel like overall, within the past year, my relationship with myself and my body has definitely improved a lot, but I'm definitely in a low right now. And, And that's okay. And that happens. And it's how we deal with that. And it's the way that we talk to ourselves and the tools that we take out of our toolbox in order to cope with it and to move forward and to push forward and to move the needle forward. I definitely feel that social media has an impact on our body image. The media always has, whether it was magazines when we were younger or TV shows and seeing girls um, or even like advertisements, seeing at like highly edited ads. I, from the youngest age, I feel like from like grade 
six, I remember being shown in school that that Dove commercial, I'm sure you know which one I'm talking about. The one where they show like her being edited, like from photo, the photo being taken to it, being edited to it being published. And she looks, she doesn't even look like herself. Um, And no wonder we compare ourselves and feel that we're not beautiful enough, that we're not thin enough, that we don't look like those girls that we see in advertisements and in magazines and on social media because majority of the time it's fake, it's edited. They don't even themselves look like that. Um, I noticed like in high school that I would compare myself negatively to photos of girls that I followed on social media because I would be like, oh, but I don't look like that. How can I look like that? How can I make my waist smaller like that? How can I make my stomach flatter? How can I make my jawline sharper? Why why aren't my thighs that like that? Um, and I was actually listening to this episode of Ariel Laurie's podcast and they were discussing body image. And when you're young, you're taught to compare because comparison is like how you learn and how you kind of grasp an understanding of life. Like, oh, this person is taller and that person is shorter. Um, There's a lot of people in here now versus there weren't a lot there. You're taught to compare, but when we go onto social media, we still compare, but we were never really designed to be able to handle the comparison of to an extreme, to so many different subjects. And that really starts to take a toll on our body. And I've learned that whenever I feel myself comparing myself to someone else on social media negatively, and I'm starting to think negative comments towards myself about my body, um, whether it be a physical thing or even if we're going into like accomplishments and whatnot, I will unfollow them. I will mute them. I will do what I need to do um, in order to stop that habit. But it's also, I think it's important to counteract those thoughts. Why are you, and to think about it, like why are you speaking so negatively to yourself? Um, Whenever I think something negatively to myself, like say my thighs have always been my biggest insecurity, I try to counteract that thought and be like, no, Alana, like your thighs are beautiful. Like they help you walk. They enable you to run. You love running. They, you're, they're strong. They allowed you to dance all those years. They allow you to lift weights. They allow you to move and to live and they're beautiful and they're strong and they're capable. Um, so I really think like whenever you feel that you're having a negative thought towards your body, try to flip the narrative. Try to see it from the other side. Try to step away from yourself and see it from someone else's point of view because most of the time, the things that you see in yourself as ugly, someone else sees as beautiful. So if you step away for a moment and you look at yourself from a bird's eye point of view or an external point of view, how would you view yourself? Because I'm pretty sure you wouldn't view yourself and speak to yourself the way that you're speaking as yourself. I feel like I really hate to say this, but I hope that makes sense. Um, I feel like Emma Chamberlain has also spoken a lot about that, like stepping out um, from yourself and taking an external point of view. Another aspect of social media, I feel like especially obviously – because I have a following a bit, um, it opens up room for other people to comment and to leave comments, especially if like a TikTok or a reel gains traction. I have all these people coming at me and I posted this TikTok and it was surrounding how I have a fitness page. 
I don't really think my page classifies as a fitness, but that was just the terminology that I used in the t- real slash TikTok. And people started to really poke at it and they're like, but you don't look fit. You don't look fit. That's really funny that you're a fitness influencer, but you don't have abs. You're not fit. And I know myself that you don't need that. Like you don't necessarily have to look fit to be fit and that there's no particular look in quotations of what fit looks like. But when someone constantly or when people are constantly pointing out, oh, you don't look fit, it starts to really take a toll on yourself. And I will never really understand why people leave such hurtful comments and hateful comments on my posts or other people's posts or anyone's posts. I know that it stems from a place of insecurity within them or a place of jealousy. But it can really take a toll on your body image. And it for sure took a toll on mine. I started to question like, oh, am I really as athletic and capable as I think I am because of these comments? Um, And I'm really sorry if this podcast is really hard to follow. I really didn't want to script it. I really wanted it to be in the moment and to just speak authentically and organically. But posting on social media can be hard. It can be hard in so many things. I feel like Instagram is such a highlight reel and we all post our best photos and there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, it's, I don't walk around, no one walks around looking perfectly posed 24 seven. And it's really hard to remind yourself of that when you're constantly bombarded with people's highlight reels on social. And then when negative comments get taken, like if you post something in a bathing suit, sometimes people will like, obviously this hasn't happened to me, but Maddie and Ken Ziegler were talking about like how people would make comments like, oh, you're dressing too old for yourself or you're dressing like a slut or you're dressing like very provocatively. But then if they were to cover up, it's like, oh, you're too conservative. Why are you wearing that? Show some skin. It's like this constant ever never ending battle between wearing what you want um, and the way that people feel about it. When in reality, the only person's opinion should be your own. You should wear what you want to wear because it makes you feel confident, because you feel good in it. Whether that be a fully covered long sleeve shirt that's full length or a crop tank top or bra top, whatever makes you feel your best and confident that day in that moment, wear it and let go of those thoughts. Let go of those negative comments, those looks, whatever it may be. I feel like photos have always been something that I have a love-hate relationship with. And again, Maddie and Kenzie were talking about this. Like you can feel so good and you can put on a cute outfit and you can get do your makeup and your hair and you can look in the mirror and you're like, oh, she looks good today. I, I feel hot. I feel confident. And you're like, I want to take photos. I want to take a photo and post it on social media and get that external validation. And then I feel like on those days, at least for me, and they said as well, you end up disliking those photos. And then sometimes those photos make you feel insecure again because they don't look the way that you saw yourself in the mirror. And it just goes to show that body image and the way you view yourself is so crazy and it fluctuates and it changes and that's okay. But like, why do I feel so good 
looking in the mirror, but the second a photo is taken, I just like it. And that's why I always like procrastinate when I have to take photos for my Instagram, um, especially for brand campaigns because there's that pressure that I have to look good in the photo because a lot of times then they're going to put ad spend behind it to boost it as an ad. And then I'm like, oh, so many more people are going to be seeing it. I want it to perform well because they're they're paying me money to post this photo and to promote their product. And I want to look good for myself. And it's hard. And it's hard to constantly put yourself out there. But at the same time, I also love it. I love what I do and I, I wouldn't change anything for the world. But it's just crazy how you can feel so confident looking in the mirror and so different when a photo is taken of you. It's almost as if a photo causes you to hold such a high standard of yourself and your appearance and that you have to look perfect. That you have to conform to what you idolize as the perfect body, a hot body, an attractive body, an attractive face. When I've noticed that the photos that I take spontaneously and in the moment and candidly are always the ones that I end up liking more, even if I don't feel that hot or confident that day, those photos end up being so much more likable and I like them so much more and I feel because they're more, I don't, I can't think of the word, like authentic, they're real, they're raw, they represent me for who I am, not this person trying to pose. There's less pressure because you weren't intending to take that photo, but it ends up happening. So I want to leave this podcast for you and I want you to leave this podcast with some tips. And I want you to be able to take some value out of this, not only besides feeling heard and seen, because I want you to know that you're not the only one that struggles with their body image. Even the most girl, the girls that seem the most confident on social media and even in your friend groups, like if you see a girl walking on the street and she seems super confident, we all deal with body image. We all deal with body image low days. We all deal with days where we feel really good and days where we feel really shitty about ourselves. Um, we all deal with self-comparison, both in person and online and all to a certain different degrees. But I want you to know that you're seen, you are heard, and I want to share with how I cope with bad body image days because I feel like this is a question I get asked quite a, quite a bit. And I've noticed that whenever I host Q&As on Instagram, a lot of the questions are, how did you lose the weight? How do you stay fit? How do you always have abs? What is the best way to eat to target weight loss here? Like different things. And I really don't want to be someone that promotes weight loss or ideal or idolizing like the perfect body because that is so different and that is not healthy and that is not something that I want to push on my platform but there is a way in which to deal with bad body image days um and what I do is I step away from the mirror I step away from the mirror and I stop criticizing myself the only time I'm allowed to look at myself in the mirror is if I'm going to speak kindly to myself and positive affirmations are really helpful. Um, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I absolutely love the app I am. It sends me reminders on my phone and on my Apple Watch, which is super great, of affirmations. And you can choose different ones. They have a lot of like self-love and body image ones and self-esteem, which are super helpful for me. Um, or journaling and writing those 
positive affirmations sounds really, really help me on a daily basis. But also when I'm having bad body image days, I also like to put on clothing that I feel confident and comfortable in, clothes that fit me, um, clothes that flatter me and make me feel my best. I feel my, like my body image is lower when I try to wear clothes that I feel uncomfortable in, that I feel cut me off, that don't fit me properly. That's normally when my body image is lower, when like no shit, the clothes you're wearing aren't fitting you properly properly, and therefore are not flattering. But let me just say, and you heard it here, what there is such a revolutionary feeling of when you wear jeans and pants and sports bras and clothes in general that actually fit you and don't cut you off because they're too small. When the jeans actually hug your body perfectly and they fit you and they're not squeezing you in and you're you're suffocating yourself. Like I promise you, even if that size is a size bigger than you would normally buy or is two sizes, three sizes, four sizes, whatever it may be, you are going to feel so much more confident and you are also going to look so much better and feel so much better when you're wearing clothes that actually fit. I also like to surround myself with my loved ones and to talk about my loved ones and to maybe express to them, hey, I'm not feeling super great today. Um, And if you have great friends, they will help to cheer you up. Um, And to also kind of distract yourself. Dive into the things that make you feel really good. Is it working out? Are you working out to make yourself feel good? A run makes me feel so much better. Um, Go on a walk, get some meditation, listen to a podcast journal. Um, If you love drawing, draw. If you love dancing, go take a dance class, learn a dance on YouTube. If you love trying out new coffee shops, go to a coffee shop with a friend or heck, go on a coffee date by yourself. Take yourself out, treat yourself out. Um, I think stepping away from the mirror, counteracting negative thoughts with positive thoughts and positive affirmations, surrounding yourself with loved ones and leaning into activities and things that you like to do that make you feel good about yourself and wearing clothes that make you feel good are all really great tools to pull out on those days where you feel low about your body image. And know that this feeling is temporary. You have bad body image days. You have good body image days. Life fluctuates. Feelings change. It's not always the same. If they were, life would be boring. It would be boring. It would be so fucking boring. Um, But just know that this feeling is temporary and our bodies are ever-changing. Our reflection and our relationship with our body is ever-changing. But let's try to encourage that change to be one of growth and self-love and self-acceptance. This kind of leads me into building self-esteem and confidence. I feel like it's definitely something that I have really focused on building the past two years. And I think that therapy has really been a huge part of that. I do cognitive behavioral therapy, if you are new here and don't know. Um, Essentially, that helps rewire your thought patterns and the way you go about processing things that happen to you or the way in which you think about certain things. Um, And therapy has honestly really helped. We work a lot on my self-esteem. We're working on my feelings of imposter syndrome. Um, Therapy has really helped with my self-esteem and self-confidence. And I've been going to therapy for over a year now consistently. And I can confidently say that it has really impacted my life in so many different avenues and has helped build my self-esteem and self-confidence, whether it be in my body image, in 
how I view myself and my self-esteem in relationships, both romantic and platonic, um, my self-esteem online, and all of that. Buying clothes that fit. I will keep saying this. Buy clothes that fucking fit you, girl or guy, whoever, whoever's listening to this, buy clothes that fit, buy clothes that make you feel good. Learn what your body type is. Learn what flatters you and your coloring, your shape, your size, everything. And I am not kidding. Like wearing clothes that work for you and your body type, and that might not always be what's trendy, is a game changer. And I have learned this the hard way, and but I'm so glad I've learned it now. And I hope that you can trial and error and figure this out for yourself, but it helps so much. Um, there's so many resources online. I keep finding TikToks on my For You page that are about this. Um, so definitely look into it, but buy clothes that fit. Just, just do it. Do it. Like, Solely over time, I'm not saying you to throw out your entire wardrobe, but if like something no longer serves you, get rid of it. Like stop trying to fit into that pair of jeans from when you were 16 and you're now 20 and they no longer fit because your body has changed. You've entered womanhood. Um, journaling. Journaling, journaling, journaling. I post a lot of prompts and a lot of them are surrounding self-love, self-acceptance, um, and really bettering yourself. And journaling has really helped me in building my self-esteem and self-confidence. It really helps me become aware of the thoughts that I'm having, whether they are intrusive or just thoughts in general. It really helps me become aware of them, understand why I'm having those thoughts, really like work through that. Um, In journaling, I like to write down positive affirmations. I do it every single morning. This morning, Um, I wrote, I'm strong, I'm capable, I can, and I will. I'm healthy, whole, and complete. Um, I am not defined by my weight. And you can use those to counteract negative thoughts. I think it's really important to counteract those negative thoughts and to not leave them unintended. If you keep thinking those negative thoughts, they're just going to continue to spiral and build up with one another. But if a negative thought comes into your head, get into the the habit of counteracting that negative thought with something positive. So for example, I hate my thighs, like I've said before. I hate my thighs. No, Alana, your thighs are beautiful. They are strong. They are capable. They are willing. And I know it's really hard and I know it sounds like foo-foo and like kind of like weird, but I promise you it is a game. It's a game changer. And I will say this again, affirmations, positive affirmations, write them out. Get the I am app. Put them on your mirror on a sticky note. Say them out loud to yourself while looking in the mirror. They are a game changer. I feel like this podcast episode was kind of all over the place, but I'm really, really not mad about it. Um, If you liked this episode and if you liked episodes kind of more deep like this, like last week's episode that was a bit more on burnout and over feeling overwhelmed and this episode that's on body image, please, please let me know. I would love to get your feedback. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe the podcast on whatever platform you are listening to. It really helps support the podcast in so many different things um, in so many different ways. I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Bye guys. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. 
and choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.